Hello, everyone. I am your host, Derek Blaze. We are back for some more animated content today on the Animated Experience Network. Today, you are joining us for our very first episode in the world of Glitch Text. And this is going to be a Glitch Text episode zero. This is basically going to be a preview of what's in the Glitch Text. So we're not going to talk uh, episode specifics yet. Episode one will be um, soon after this. But this is going to be kind of a preview, just talking more about the characters and stuff. If you listen to our network preview, we did mention them a little bit, but we didn't get in-depth too much. So this is going to be a little bit more in-depth about the characters, um, a little bit more in-depth about the world of Glitch Text, and kind of, you know, what the show is exactly. So uh, joining me here is going to be my co-host for all Glitch Text uh, nonsense and news and everything. <laughs> we have John. Welcome, John. Hey, everyone. Thanks, Derek. I am super excited to be here and discussing everything to do with glitch text with you, so ready to get to it. You got your gauntlet ready? Your gauntlet's charged? Uh, they have been charged. They're ready to go. They're waiting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't lose it. That's the number one rule about glitch text. You can't lose your gauntlet. Oh, I got it. I got it. Like, hooked up. It's right. locked on my arm. It's never going away. <laughs> well, that's perfect. Your Biko breaks those all the time. So. Right. And... You're more like Miko, as we kind of talked about in our last episode, so. <laughs> hey, I, I wouldn't break my gauntlet, like. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm more apt to, like, maybe misplace my gauntlet and be like, I know it's in my house somewhere, <laughs> but, like. <laughs> exactly. That's my point. I'll have a tracker on it, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, we will talk more about it in this episode. Um Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> just a little bit uh, about Glitch Text. If you didn't listen to our network preview, Glitch Text is a show that centers on primarily two characters, High Five and Miko. Those are our two protagonists. We obviously have a lot of side characters throughout the show as well, but basically it centers on these two characters being Glitch Text. And what Glitch Texts are is a kind of secret job within a Hinobi game store. And essentially, this secret job, what they do is they go and capture glitches that happen in game consoles or games. And these glitches, um, obviously, in real life, you know, games always have glitches and things wrong with them. But in this world, glitches actually uh, appear in the real world, and they end up, like, destroying mm -hmm. things, becoming, like, monsters, and actually coming out of the console. So this is, like, you know, uh, real-world glitches on steroids, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some of them I would actually be pretty scared if I saw in real life. <laughs> Agreed, yes. <laughs> and some of them, you know, are actually pretty cool. Like, you know, you have uh, Ali, the uh, bird. I like, love I Ali, Ali so much. I cannot wait to talk more about Ali. <laughs> no, Ali was amazing. I, I actually like High Five's uh, little pet, too. Right? Mm -hmm. I like the gorilla is kind of cool too. I can't remember the gorilla's name at the moment. But. They they are both great for sure, but I do want a little alley for myself. Like, might be my favorite. Might no, that might be, be my favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if it make my favorite character, but I definitely liked Ali. I just love pets, so you know. Hey, your own pets. You'll have to spend all your XP on the... <laughs> right, she might be getting my bonus points. Yes. Right. <laughs> Which that's actually something that I find really cool about this world as well, is that um, it's really involves a gamer's mentality 
to where they have XP that you can spend for different things. So like, um, you know, they spend XP to get Alley as a companion. You can spend XP to get, um, I believe they get a hoverboard at one point or like rocket shoes. I can't remember what it was exactly, but you can get like XP for like a different sword. So you can get XP and spend it for all these different things. So you get XP for capturing glitches and you get to spend it. So they really kind of capture the whole game. Oh yeah. It's a super cool concept. I mean, it's just like you're playing. Playing a video game, like, you know, in real life, or even, you know, the old school video arcades, when you would go and play those games and get tickets for each, however you scored on each one, and then you'd be able to go get a prize at the counter. Um, Those kinds of things. I don't know, that took me back to my childhood a little bit, thinking about, about it in that aspect. Well, I'm glad you mentioned some of those old school arcades, too, because they feature a lot of those in the show, where... They have like really old school games. Like they even have like a, a whole episode that's about like Pong, basically. So yeah. <laughs> they have like episodes dedicated to like, some really old school stuff. <laughs> right. And that Pong episode is actually pretty good too. Uh, that is, I think that's probably one of my favorite episodes, but, um, yeah, I just think it's cool how they can bring these games, even these like old school games that are so simple, like Pong, but like, Bring it in a new and fresh way that makes it more actiony and just like really intense to watch the characters try to battle this giant pong ball. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and in that episode in particular, it's kind of funny to see like how uh, Mitch treats it because Mitch is like, "Oh, this is stupid. These old games are dumb." But like the, the pong ball is actually like, the most powerful thing you face. <laughs> right? It's like it took them a good while to stop it. <laughs> It did. It did. <laughs> but uh, we're, a little bit of what we're going to do today is talk about some of the segments we're going to talk about in a normal episode. So segment one, where we're talking about an episode, is going to be what's the theme of the episode. So we're going to try and pinpoint what's the theme of this episode. Um, it might be like friendship. It might be um, family. You know, it might be um, an episode about loss or whatever it's about. Like we're going to try and pinpoint the theme. So. You know, John and I will kind of talk it through, and we'll, um, that's probably not going to be too long of a segment, but we'll try and pinpoint the team. Yeah. So, uh, a theme about off. pets. Gotta, gotta give a shout out to my girl, <laughs> yes. to my favorite Allie. <laughs> well, and honestly, I think, um, the episode where they try to, like, we're not going to spoil too much because this is the yeah, preview yeah, podcast, yeah. but there's an episode where they try to fix an issue with Allie, and that's one of my favorite episodes mm-hmm. where I'm, High five, get a uh, companion as well. Like that's a really mm-hmm. cool episode. Yeah, no, totally agree. Give give me all of Alley that you can give me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to make that your Twiddle handle. Really. <laughs> it might have to be. <laughs> I would I would not be opposed to that. <laughs> we'll, we'll just make it Alley John or John <laughs> Sounds great to me. Yeah, but. Uh, segment two, we're talking about it, is going to be an episode recap or kind of a rundown of the episode segment. So we're just going to, you know, go beat by beat of the episode. Episodes are about 23 minutes long each. So we're just going to take notes. We're going to go beat by beat. Okay. This is what happens. You know, uh, Miko did this and then this happened. And we're just going to kind of go beat by beat about it and kind of give our reactions to what happened in the episode. And that's probably going to be the meatiest, uh, segment of our episodes because, you know, that is talking about the episode as a whole. So. That is going to be the longest segment, probably, but uh, we're just going to kind of, you know, recap it beat by beat. 
and then we're also going to talk about a lot of the characters. So, um, you know, kind of in this preview podcast to talk about some of the characters a little bit, we obviously have High Five and Nico as our main two characters. Mm-hmm. So I know in our network preview, we said how we resonated with both of them in different ways. Um, I think kind of like John said, that network preview, we kind of go back and forth a lot where I could see myself in High Five in some ways, but in Nico in some other ways. So... I think they did a really good job with these two main characters um, of how they made them kind of relatable to a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. And I just love that. And we did talk a, a little bit about this in our preview episode to, or our network preview episode, just the relationship between the two of them. I mean, obviously, yes, there's episodes that focus on their relationships between their family or between other characters, which are all really great. Um, But the relationship between High Five and Miko is just the central relationship, I guess, in the show. And it's just great to see how it develops from episode one through the series. Um, You know, they become really, really important people in each other's lives. And it's really cool, too, because, you know, episode one, they had no clue who each other were. And then they really become, like, this amazing friendship throughout the series. Yeah. And, again, that's why it re- this show resonates so much to me when in covering it with you, Derek. Because for those of you that didn't hear our network preview episode, Derek and I met through through online reality gaming. And that's how we got to know each other. And now we're really really good friends and here we are doing this pod podcast together so in a way it feels exactly so yeah exactly. it feels like we're miko and high five <laughs> <laughs> it kind of does honestly because I mean, if you look at it that way like they basically met through a gaming mm-hmm. tournament and they became great friends and we just you know happened to be playing on the same online reality gaming site and we met on that site and we just never look back basically yeah so <laughs> and that was like 15 years ago or something right so. and here we are today <laughs> so <laughs> exactly <laughs> so i really like that aspect of them and i think it's really cool how they kind of develop the characters and that friendship mm-hmm. throughout and there's also a lot of side characters too that um really add to the story a lot you know obviously one of the uh, big side characters who is kind of like the big antagonist of the show mm-hmm. is Mitch Williams. <laughs> and <laughs> Mitch Williams is like your, your classic um, kind of asshole mm-hmm. gamer a little bit. Um, <laughs> he, he's always trying to get in the way and he's always trying to take everything mm-hmm. for himself and not really think about anywhere else but himself. Right. And he's kind of like the, the gamer that you... Uh, at times hate to hate, but there's also times where you kind of love to hate Mitch Williams too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. He, he definitely tries to take everything for himself um, and thinks he knows it all. He, that's, that's really it. It's like, it's his way or no one else's way. And, but you're right. A little bit towards the end, he does have a little bit of a redeeming arc somewhat. Um, <laughs> yes. But yeah, he's, he does bring some good comedy to it too, as well, even though he's being a jerk. Um, sometimes, you know, it, it just brings a good banter between the characters, I guess. No, I agree. And 
honestly, because the glitches don't really, I mean, some of the glitches talk, but like, there's a lot of glitches that don't talk too, and they're just kind of like, you know, a thing to beat. So because of that, like, Mitch kind of provides the kind of anti-hero to the story, basically, because the glitch is just usually a one-episode thing. Mitch is kind of like an ongoing, like, antagonist. Mm -hmm. Right. So Mitch is, um, he's also a glitch tech, so they, like, all work together. Mitch is a glitch tech. Miko and High Five become glitch techs. And so they're all working together. They all do the same job. Um, and Mitch is kind of like the top dog when they get there, and he's like the mm-hmm. guy like, oh, I'm in charge, you know, I'm like the best, right. the best that no one can he's beat. Kinda, me, I mean, so just, he's like, I'm sure top. a lot of you have this in your normal everyday jobs. Like, you have that one person that kind of tries to take credit for everything, or you know, take over yes. when, when you're trying to do something. <laughs> that would be Mitch. Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> And inside Mitch's crew, he has a couple other people that are like kind of his team that he runs around with. That is Hanish, Zara, and Nix. And um, we kind of get a little bit about these characters throughout the series. We don't find a lot about them until um, the series goes later on. Like, I'd say season two, we definitely dive yeah. into those characters a lot more. In season one, you don't really see a ton of them, but you see the little glimpses. And honestly, I think all these characters are very interesting in their own right. And, um, you know, there's one that, uh, without spoiling, could potentially be a love interest for one of the characters mm-hmm. at some point. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. <laughs> I, yeah, I can't wait to see more about that. <laughs> I think it's, I, yeah, we'll talk more about it later, but I just, I can't wait to see more about that specific arc. <laughs> I agree. But, yeah. um, one thing I do want to say, um, I guess really about all the characters in general, not just, the, the glitch texts themselves. Um, but I just love how, like, diverse they have made the the characters. You know, they're all different races, come from different backgrounds. Um, and that's one really cool thing that I've been seeing with animation lately is, you know, there's more co- more characters of color. High Five comes, he's, he's, he comes from a Hispanic family, which is where, kind of a similar family to what I grew up in. So it was really kind of cool to see him interact with his family, mostly in the first episode. I actually wish we, I wish we would yeah. see more of his family. I hope they bring in more of his family later on. Um, but just kind of the typical, and we'll talk more about it in our episode podcast too, but just the way that, his grandparents interact with him um, just really kind of reminded me of my my childhood and my family growing up, um, having grown up in a Hispanic house household. So yeah, I don't know. I think that's, I just think it's really cool that each of the characters come from kind of a different background, different style of family. No, I completely agree. Like you said, it is really diverse too. I mean, they have characters of all different races, backgrounds, everything in there. So I think that's really interesting, and I do like the dynamic of the different families, honestly, too. I mean, High Five's mm-hmm. family seems like a really cool and loving family, and um, we actually don't find out until season two a little bit about his dad, but I like that uh, dynamic with his dad as well, and I want to see more of that in season three. Yeah, I agree. And I really want to see more of his family in general, because we, we seem like we see a lot more of Miko's family than High Five's. Yeah. I want to dive into High Five's family. I more. totally agree. Like, I mean, I love Miko's family too. Like, I, 
her whole di- interactions right. with her sisters and her mom. Like it's great stuff to watch. Um, but I want more of it for high five too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. I mean, I think Nico's family is really cool. Like, um, there's actually a whole episode dedicated to Nico's relationship with, uh, Nika, her big sister, and then one with Lexi, her little sister. And honestly, both of those episodes are really interesting episodes to me because you kind of get to see her interactions with her family a little more. And I think that's really cool because outside of those two episodes, you don't see her interacting with her family a lot, but like in those two episodes, her two sisters basically just really join in everything that's going on and they really find out about, you know, more of her lifestyle and more of what she's doing on a daily basis. And I think it's really cool to see those interactions. Yep. Agreed. And then of course we have some other um, characters as well. We have inspector seven who we don't know a lot about, but that's somebody from Nobi corporate and there's alluded to, um, we won't say a lot because we don't want to spoil anything too much, but there's alluded that there could be like some kind of conspiracy going on and we'll find out more about that as season one and two goes on. But, um, inspector seven could be involved in that. So we'll see how that goes. But I mean, I'm curious to learn more about inspector seven. Stuff to something. <laughs> Definitely. And then we, of course we have the glitch text boss, Phil Altair and his robot oh, companion. Bit. Um, Bit, another one I love. Bit is amazing. <laughs> no, Bit is a lot of fun, and honestly, Phil is like uh, portrayed as really grumpy mm-hmm. a lot of times. But I think Phil works for like the boss. Like he's kind of like an interesting boss character. Yeah, I, I like mean, him. he seems like a real life boss to me. I mean, maybe maybe not all bosses, <laughs> yeah. but you know, there's those bosses that you get that are real grouchy, <laughs> and that's kind of him. But like. Like dumb, but he he also seems like a laid back grouchy though, which I right. Like he's not a micromanager. He actually really is kind of like yeah. Seems like he'd prefer to be left alone <laughs> at times. Um, <laughs> yes. And then it's like, you know, these kids are getting into some trouble again, and he gets annoyed. But but yeah, I don't know. And then we have some other Bailey texts. Uh, we have Emma and Bergie, who Bergie I love. Mm-hmm. Like, Bergie is really cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, I've definitely seen some myself in Bergie <laughs> at some points, but uh, Bergie is, is mm-hmm. He's kind of like a, a newer glitch tech, along with High Five and Miko, mm-hmm. and he uh, provides a lot of comedic relief. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he has a very goofy personality, and just he anytime does. he's on screen is... Like I find myself smiling. <laughs> he's just, he's just very, very goofy. <laughs> Maybe they could have been goofy. Instead. <laughs> and Emma, we don't see a ton of Emma, but um, she's a specialist that trains companion pets. So we do see a little bit more of her when we get to the kind of the alley episode, stuff mm-hmm. like that. So we see a little bit more of her there, but we don't see yeah, a ton of her. Not quite a lot. And then we have another group of characters called the Dabney Glitch Techs. Um, this is led by Joan Fishback, and they have a whole team, uh, Ray, Wes, Simi, and Nameless. We don't see a ton of them in the series. Uh, they actually don't come into the series until mm-hmm. season two, so it's going to be a little while before we talk about them. But um, I, I kind of like them overall. I mean, 
I I definitely like our Bailey tags more because we spend more time right. with them, but the Dabney ones kind of seem interesting. Right, and I think the way that they come into the series, um, they're meant to kind of initially seem like an opposing team. Um, so I don't think you're meant to right. like them right away, but maybe as we get to know a little bit more about them, you know, they may become more likable. Not that they're unlikable, but you know what yeah. I mean. No, I, I definitely know what you mean. I mean, well, speaking of unlikable, we have, um, we actually meet Mitch's family in, uh, season two, and honestly, they come off really unlikable at first, but then we kind of get to know them throughout the episode. It's basically only one episode they appear in, but that is an interesting episode. So we get to meet mm-hmm. some of his family. But of course, we have another character that is a really big character throughout the series. Well, not big in the sense of Miko and High Five, but I think as in terms of a side character, they're a really cool side character. That's Ridley. Ridley is like a hacker or a mm. modder, and they meet Ridley in one episode, and Ridley kind of mods glitches. And Ridley is a very interesting character, and Ridley is definitely one of my favorites. Yeah. Ridley, she actually really is, isn't in too many episodes, I feel like, and doesn't come in until season two, right? No, I'm pretty sure Ridley is season one oh, at okay. some point. I'd have to look at the logs but i'm pretty sure she's okay like, yeah but um yeah definitely plays a big role the more that ridley comes in um can't wait to talk more about ridley absolutely and that's pretty much most of the characters that you have throughout the show's history mm-hmm. so far it's had two seasons so far uh a season three is coming so we're gonna have you know more stuff to talk about when season three comes but we'll have a, quite a ways before we get there um so that's kind of the characters a little bit. Um, looking at the list here, there's come a couple of side characters that really don't matter too much. Um, I guess the biggest side character we didn't talk about is a character named Casino, who is in one episode that is uh, a friend of mm-hmm. High Fives. And he seems pretty interesting, but most of these other characters we have mentioned, they're just basically one-off characters that you see right. in one episode. Which some of them are good, but some of them are like, eh, whatever. You know, so. Yeah, no, for sure. So I think there's some that are a lot more, will be a lot more exciting to talk about and some that are just more background characters. But I think we covered pretty much most of the main characters or the ones that play significant roles in the, in the series thus far. Agreed. So that's kind of like the characters you're to get into a little bit. Um, back to our segments for the main podcast though, for the episodes we're talking about. Like we said, episode segment one is going to be the theme of the episode. Segment two is going to be kind of the episode recap or rundown. And segment three, I'll let John talk a little bit more about it, but we have named it Glitch IRL. <laughs> yeah, so segment three, um, Glitch IRL. So Glitch in real life. Basically, um, as we kind of alluded to earlier, each episode has a different glitch um, that represents a game that's from real life or similar to a lot of real life games. Um, for example, like we talked about, there's an episode that's like Pong. Um, there's one that I think is like Tetris kind of. Um, so each episode, we're going to have our segment about Glitch IRL and talk about the glitch from that episode and how it compares to real life gaming um, and see what we can figure out about what they were trying to go for the episode and how how the characters interacted with that game versus how you may play it in real life and just kind of comparing it and t- 
talking about each game. Exactly. Yes, I mean, basically that segment, like you said, John, is just going to be kind of, okay, this is the episode we talked about, and this is how it might relate to gaming mm-hmm. in the real world. Like, for example, there is one that is a almost direct uh, rip of Castlevania, <laughs> and I think they call it Castle Crashers in the show yeah, or something like that. I think that, that might be my favorite glitch. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's honestly one of the better mm. episodes, which obviously we're saying that about most of the episodes. <laughs> They're all that's the best most episodes. Of the good, honestly. <laughs> like, honestly, for season one and two, there's 20 episodes in total, I believe, and there's only one episode I didn't mm-hmm. like. Just one. Which, sadly, the one episode I didn't like is the one that kind of relates to Among Us a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I, like I know, Us, I agree. <laughs> It's just not that great of an episode. Honestly. I wanted so much more for the Among Us episode, but um, I know, like, it, it could have done that mm-hmm. so much better. But, but yes, yeah, don't let that get you down because it's still the series is great. <laughs> exactly. I mean, nineteen good ones, one bad one—that's all. Good. <laughs> yeah. So, but I, I guess that's a little bit of a spoiler for you that. um that probably would be our lowest ranked episode for both John and I. We'll yeah. see how you guys think. Maybe you guys. Think I mean, yeah, one. just thinking off the top of my head. But you know, when I go back and rewatch things later, sometimes my rankings change. So very true. But that's kind of what Glitch and IRL is going to be. You know, just talking about how it relates to stuff in real life because they tried to theme everything after real games a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really cool to do that. And segment four is going to be the character MVP and LVP points and rankings. So basically what we're doing for this is we're going to keep a running tally for the season of the MVP and the LVP of the season. But we're trying to craft this in a way for each show that we're talking about on the network in a way that relates to the show. So for this show, for example... We are calling the MVP the high score of the week. And, John, I'll let you say what our LVP is going to be called. <laughs> so our LVP is going to be called the Mitch Williams Bush Award. And right now you're probably like, what the hell does that mean? Um, but as we start watching the show and going through the show... Um, It'll make more sense to you, but I mean, just kind of now we talked about how Mitch Williams is the, um, really the main antagonist throughout the series. Um, so yeah, our LVP is going to be called the Mitch Williams Bush Award, um, which probably will go to Mitch at sometimes. <laughs> Honestly, there, there might be a lot of things. We'll have to find out. <laughs> but Mitch would probably like that, though. He'd be like, "Yes, I wanted to right. win." So he doesn't care what it is. It's, na- it's named yeah. after him. That's all that matters to him. <laughs> exactly. He'd be like, "Do I get extra XP for this?" <laughs> but essentially, how that's going to work is each episode. So, say for episode one, for example. Uh, I'm going to select who I think is the highest score of the week and who I also think is the Mitch Williams Bush Award of the week. John is going to do the same thing. So basically we're going to have two characters get one point and two characters lose a point for the week. Or, you know, it could work out like maybe I give a point to Miko and then John takes it away with his LVP. Like that could happen too. Where like somebody's, well, they got no points. So. 
or it could double up and like um you know Mitch Williams can lose two points but up so you both mm-hmm. him so you never know how it's going to go. My my prediction is Allie's going to get a lot of a lot of player of the week points from me. <laughs> no, probably not. I just love Allie. <laughs> Hey, we'll find find out. I mean, maybe you know, the Ali's big episode. You'll at least give one. But. <laughs> but we do have a special award once per season as well. So we're going to give this as the high score of the season, and basically, what the high score of the season will be one time throughout the entire season. I am allowed to give this award, and one time throughout the entire season, John is allowed to give this award. And what this will do is count as three points for that character. So basically it'll count as like for season one, there's 10 episodes. You know, that's 10 potential points throughout the episodes. This one award is worth three points. So basically if I give the uh, high score of the season in episode four, if I give it to, I don't know, let's just say high five, then high five gets three bonus points basically in addition to whatever he gets throughout the entire season. And John will have the same option. And that just kind of gives a little bit more uh, interplay throughout the characters. That way, John and I can like really reward one person once per season. And with the weekly and the season rankings, it's just going to be whatever criteria John and I want to use. Like, I mean, it could just be, um, oh, well, this person really made me laugh this episode. So I want to give them some credit. Or, oh, well, I really was annoyed by this character this episode, so they're going to get some <laughs> demerits there. So, like, it's going to be whatever we feel like. Um, so we're going to give one, basically, MVP boost for the season. And also, we're going to give, uh, I guess we can call it the Mitch Williams boost of the season. <laughs> so you can give one boost mm-hmm. of the season as well. <laughs> Which yeah, might I'm be the we'll see. <laughs> I <agree. laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you watch. Mitch will have like a negative ten by the end of this, and then everyone else will be like, "Oh, well, everyone else is positive." So <laughs> that very well could happen. We'll see. <laughs> Better watch out, Mitch. We're coming for you. Yeah, we're coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of how the MVP rankings is going to work. And each week, we're going to update the rankings and let you know. Okay, so after we give our awards for the week. We're going to be like, all right, uh, Miko is at five points right now. High five is at two. Uh, Phil is at one point or whatever. That is. So we'll update the rankings weekly and let you know. And we'll keep a running tally of that. So that way, uh, at the end of the season, we'll have our MVP and LVP of the season. And then we go to season two. We'll reset it for season two. That way, season two is a fresh slate. Because season two, some characters have more bigger roles that didn't have big roles in season one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But then we're going to move on to segment five. Se- segment five is our episode ratings and rankings. So we're going to give a rating out of 10 uh, for the episode. So, for example, we talk about episode one. We're going to rate it out of 10. This could be like uh, anything that's, you know, based on a, a one decimal point scale. So like a 9.1 is acceptable, uh, like a 7.2, anything that's to the 10th place. So. Um, you know, you can go 7.5, whatever you want, or it could be a whole number. It could be like just a straight up five if you want, but we're going to give our episode rating out of 10. And then we're going to ask the audience to submit scores as well. Until we get the audience to submitting some scores, we're going to ask our other co-hosts on the network 
Elizabeth to help us out with these ratings. So I give their ratings just until we get some audience participation. But once the audience starts participating a little more, we're going to average that third rating. So I'll give a rating, John will give a rating, and the third rating will be from the audience. And then we'll kind of give our rankings. And by the end of the season and the series, we'll have our full rankings and we'll see what are the most popular episodes. And honestly, I think we mentioned a lot of the ones that might be more popular for us today, but we'll have to find out. I mean, when we rewatch it, we might have different right. opinions. It might depend on the day. Who knows? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you have anything else to say about our uh, ratings and everything? No, I don't think so. Um... All right. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, lastly, we're going to close with segment six. Segment six will be the show closing. That's going to be where we say our Twitter links. So we're going to mention any announcements. Like, uh, if, for example, we had a contest at any point, or if we had like a special episode coming out, because we will have special episodes coming at some points. Like, for example, between season one and two, we'll have some special episodes, uh, kind of going over the season as a whole, maybe talking about the characters a little bit more in depth. We'll have um, kind of a reality competition with the characters at the end of each season. So if any fans of Survivor and shows like that, we're going to use a show called The Totem Pole to um, have a sort of reality competition with the characters at the end of it. So you'll get to see Miko, uh, High Five, Mitch, all the characters that you love from you know, season one get to battle in this game. We'll see mm-hmm. how it comes out on top. and. The winner, you know, will um, maybe we'll do a prize to the winner. You know, maybe the winner will get like an extra bonus <laughs> point going into season two to start. Ooh, off. a head so, start. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I think that's a good yeah. prize, right? <laughs> Makes sense to me. But... You know, I, I think I think Mitchell really can yeah. for that too. He'd be like, hey, I, I need that bonus. Point. I'm gonna lose He's got to get him where he can. So you know, exactly. <laughs> I mean, he's probably gonna lose it at some point. So he's got to start off somewhere. So. But yeah, we'll have some bonus content like that, and um, that'll be kind of our closing. So that's kind of what we have going on for Glitch Text. We're really excited to talk about it, and we're really excited to dive into this show and um, just have some fun with the community and the audience. Yes, we are. Cannot wait to talk about all them glitches. (laughs) (laughs) So... Speaking of Twitter links and stuff, do you have a Twitter link for people to find you yet, John, or do you not have one? <laughs> I do not have one that I'm to share today, but we will get it up and running here soon. Hey, that works. <laughs> Which uh, I will say that we don't have a show-specific Twitter yet, but we will definitely be getting one soon. So um, by the time you hear episode one, we'll actually have uh, show-specific Twitter links that you can interact with us on. But for now, I can give my personal Twitter link. My personal Twitter link is at Derek Blaze, or you can contact me at Blaze Experience as well. Blaze Experience is a handle that I use for uh, my gaming podcast, and I use that handle for it up too. So at Derek Blaze or at Blaze Experience, you can contact me there. And um, yeah, that's kind of what we have for you today. So you know, hopefully you enjoyed this recording, and um, hopefully you're ready for some glitch text with us because we're yeah. ready to talk about it. <laughs> all right so we will see you all uh in episode one so get ready episode one is coming and we will see you there have a great day everyone